Welcome to the Captivating Leadership Podcast with Rebecca Livesey, where we explore the rise of feminine energy in life, leadership and business. This podcast is for you if you are a leader in business and corporate and you're struggling to find meaning in what you do and how you engage your team. So join us as we talk all things leadership, strategy and culture and how we value both the feminine and the masculine in men, women and society at large to make a difference in our workplaces. In this episode about structure and KPIs, we welcome back the fabulous Nikki Miklos Woodley from Evergreen Coaching. And we're going to be talking about how we drive structure and KPIs through our businesses, whether we own a business or whether it's a team within corporate. And how do we bring the masculine and feminine into that? And what does it look like? So we're going to be talking through structure and flow, what's a benchmark of success and how we put direction and goals together. So enjoy. Nikki, so today we're going to be talking about our approach to business because we get a lot of questions on this. Like, How do you or how do we manage a business when we're looking at both masculine and feminine energy? And how do we not over-structuralize or over-process, over-bureaucracy, over-masculinize <laughs> what we do in business? How do we bring some of the feminine in? And what happens if we just, it's all feminine? What mm. happens then in business? So um, you've got a background obviously in sales and sales training and so I imagine KPIs are quite important in what you do <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> I love myself a good KPI so <laughs> you know. do you really? <laughs> so yeah so tell us so tell us your perspective on on KPIs yeah it's a, it's a really good question Beck and uh, we do get asked a lot about this in terms of the structure and how structured you can get because it is about the balance of the masculine and the feminine and therefore the structure and the flow. And if we get too structured and if we focus too much on things like KPIs, we can, in fact, um, have too much of a phobial focus and the flow just isn't there and it doesn't happen. Mm. You're absolutely right. Having a sales background and also a lot of that time being in sales working in contact centers, oh, yes. which takes it to a whole other level, yeah. uh, but also very important because the logistics of you know that type of business it has to be very structured, etc. I think KPIs are a, a funny one for me because I <laughs> often joke about the fact that people, if they can learn to love KPIs as much as I do, then that will be a positive thing for the world and for business. Another way to look at KPIs is just a benchmark of success. Mm. And there's a few reasons that I think KPIs are really important because it's not just about, like it gives you direction and it's good to set goals and it breaks down larger goals and, you know, where you want the business to be into smaller, more manageable steps so that we can have some direction in where we're taking the business. Mm. But it also allows celebration. You know, if you hit those benchmarks, you can celebrate, you can bring that playfulness so it's absolutely about the balance of how you use those KPIs and those benchmarks because on the flip side, if you're not using it to celebrate or give some guided direction but it's not the only things that you can do, mm. then it's it becomes the purpose and the KPIs or the benchmarks are not the purpose. They're the things that will help get you to where you want the business to go. Yeah, so it's an enabler to business. I think the, the one thing that does make me laugh a lot is we go on various business trainings and stuff like that when you've got your own business there's all of these different courses out there for entrepreneurs and all that yes. and so we go on these business trainings and one of the exercises that geez we nearly always have to do is say okay so you want three clients let's work that backwards yeah. okay you want three clients that means you have to have 10 meetings 
To get 10 meetings, it means you have to have made 50 telephone calls. Yep. To get details for 50 telephone calls, you have to have like, I don't know, looked at a database of 100 contacts or something like that. And it's this really prescriptive approach almost to um, to business. And I have never, ever operated like that. And so I go along to these things and think, shit, I'm not a very good business person because I obviously <laughs> haven't got my driver tree of contacts to sales sorted. Um, and so I started reflecting, well, so what do I do? Because I don't do that and I still get success. Mm. Um, and mine was more, it's more like a relationship map that mm-hmm. I do. It's more like a um, understanding where all my uh, warm relationship map contacts are and how I use that to get sales. Yeah. So I think I come from it more as a relationship driven piece rather than a numbers driven piece. If that makes sense. Yeah. Now maybe, I mean, I'm sure we need to use both and I've yes. never been in a situation where I've had to like go and get business that other way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, it is interesting for people that they think, Oh shit, this is the only way to do it. Yeah. And I, and that's when I think it becomes too KPI driven. Yeah. What's your perspective? And it's really interesting because we have this conversation so much because I'm like, yes, that absolutely makes sense. The structure of figuring out what your KPIs are. And I, I talk with these three clients as well. So, you know, what are the goals? And then let's work backwards. And what's the activity that mm. you need to do to drive that? You explained that very well. Thank you very much. So if, you know, any of the listeners are getting away <laughs> to set some KPIs, do what Beck said, not to do that. <laughs> Uh, no, but, but but absolutely, you know, it is the balance of both. Mm. And it's it's not just about it being a number. It's how you bring that number to life. So, yes, it's great to have some strategy because if, if people are new to business or they're not getting the results that they want or that they need, uh, something is missing. Mm. And, again, like I mentioned before, it can just bring what might be a big goal that seems unachievable, unimaginable. Like our turnover is going to be X. Like, yeah. like our turnover is going to be X or I need to onboard 10 new clients. Like mm. Even that can be like, oh, my goodness, because we need to go in business. All right, well, you know, what's our revenue targets mm. and our revenue goals? and what's the average revenue per client and then how many do we need etc etc and work it back like you mentioned um, which is quite a good strategy however it can't just be about that Mm. so that is that sets as the foundations or the the guide however those numbers are people you know Mm. those number of leads are people if we look at it from sales sales is a number numbers game so the more conversations we have more uh potential and opportunity there is for conversion Mm. but the other thing i think that's important here is it depends on your business yeah so if you're looking at a high volume and lower yielding client it is absolutely a numbers game yeah so if we don't have any benchmarks of success around that you'll have burnout you feel like you're working really hard for Mm. nothing which is again is why the benchmarks or kpis for me are an opportunity for success and celebration Mm. it's also you wouldn't know where you were going wrong and you would not know where you're going wrong absolutely i don't know if you if you if you can if your conversion rate when you actually have the conversation is 50 percent that's all good but if you're not getting to the conversation yes. then there's something going wrong previously in that 100 contacts yeah, yeah. that's exactly right or say the conversion rate is five percent well what's the quality of those contacts what's mm. the quality of those leads which then you take a step back and go well who's my ideal client where are they i need to get in front of them hang out build those relationships mm. so we can see it's definitely the combination of the two if you've got a higher um if you you know Again, so for me, it's in consulting and um, training. Yeah. So I don't need a mass volume of clients. It's about 
high quality clients and a lower volume because it's you know providing mm. a service. So therefore, the structure around the KPIs and benchmarks can be quite different. So I guess the key thing here is think about look at your business structure yeah. <laughs> uh, and how you can help bring that to life in a way that is still authentic, but. We've talked in the past about it not being an excuse to not have to have KPIs in business or not have to do that activity and get out there and talk to people or make cold calls or whatever is relevant for your particular business. That's the danger. And I think, yeah, this is really important. So um, I operate my business. It's got some structure. It has to, otherwise it wouldn't work. Um, (laughs) Good to hear. (laughs) However, I don't have lots of what you you know people tell you you should have i don't have some of those things so i don't have like weekly kpis around Mm -hmm. my sales funnels or channels or anything like that yeah um there's a lot of what i do which and people hate this but i'm gonna say anyway i do a lot on trust so (laughs) like um i do pr i I know Mm -hmm. pr work works but you never quite know when it's gonna land so i'm trusting that that's the right thing to do and i'm okay with that um so when you say trust, if I can just um, yeah. jump in for a moment, trust in who or what? Uh, so trust in myself that I'm following a, a model. Yes. Um, you know, the other people have gone before me, I'll follow the model. Trust in the recommendations I get with who to work with. Yes. So I tend to work with people when I've seen what they've done for others and been recommended by others. Um, and then trust, and then I let them run with it. We give them outcomes and we say what we're looking for and I let them run with how they want to operate they they do that themselves and then trusting myself if it all goes wrong fuck it's sorry then it's my business it's yeah. my back it's my accountability i'll do whatever i need to do to get it on track again yeah. And that's kind of important anyway mm. because it's going to go wrong at certain points. It's like yeah. We're never going to get away with that. We're never going to get away from that. Mm. Things will always go wrong. And I think that's a beautiful, you know, piece to bring that trust in. Uh, the, the one thing that gets me, though, in, in, in business is when people put so many KPI constraints around yeah. what they do, they miss out on the magic of this other stuff. It's like that um, that that branding or advertising piece when you've seen the logo and you can see it's got the black and the white space, I think they call it, or the, mm-hmm. um, and so you see the logo in the white, but you miss all of the black space. Mm. And I think sometimes we do that in business. So we do a sort of um, a piece where we go, right, I've got to really, really, really focus on this stuff, which is the KPIs. And we miss the, mm. the clean space over here because that's where some of the magic happens. Absolutely, or the creative thinking or the opportunities yeah. because, again, it comes down, there's a phobia focus, yes. a masculine focus on, um, you know, I'll just use sales-related KPIs, like the number of calls mm. or as opposed to, well, what's, who am I calling? Is it a good fit? Uh, what's the conversation of the, you know, the tone of conversation that you're having or is there actually somewhere else that I could be finding a different mm. opportunity? Which, again, comes back to the combination of the two. Because if we look at it from the flip side, if there is no structure mm. or very, very limited structure, and, I, and really what I'm, what I'm taking from this is whatever the structure is, is dependent on the business. So it depends on what the strategy or the overarching goals and future security of the business yeah. is. And I, I think it's also what stage of business you're in because where KPIs can come really handy is when you're getting into some habit mm. and when okay. you're creating some habits. So yeah. it could be... Um, I'm going to go to X amount of networking events because I'm really new to this and I need a bit of extra accountability to help me yeah. really 
you know, and also to make sure that it's, oh, this is actually another big thing, action with purpose. Yes. So it's not just taking action for the sake of it, it's taking action with purpose. You know, time is a whole other conversation, but we want to invest our time where it matters, where we enjoy it, where it's getting results. It's the, you know, Mm. all of those things. But the the action with purpose, I love, but have you ever done these things where taking actions or you agree to meet so our times are valuable yeah yeah um and i don't know about you but coffee meetings and stuff like that seems to take an awful lot of my time yeah, yeah. and that's all cool i don't mind that but like networking and things the but i take meetings sometimes without knowing the purpose but it feels right yeah and some of those moments are the ones where i've had amazing collaborations or um conversations or then met somebody else through this person or whatever and so if I was looking at it from a strict funnel related this person is head of x in this organization therefore it's going to be my right contact and I just need to convert them type real narrow mindset but actually meeting this other person who's completely different and it felt right and it felt where I was going in the right direction that's yielded me better results a lot of the time and that's still action that's still take that's still moving you towards if we're going to if i'm going to be a stickler (laughs) towards your kpis and achieving it and this again is i think where the magic happens so we know that in order to uh we we need to have conversations with multiple people for example because if we don't and if we're just stuck in in at home and in the you know creating all those excuses and building those walls Mm. around us if that's the case we know that we need to get out there and have conversations once we start having conversations, we'll start getting an understanding of what is going to work. And we can't assume, this is, the, this is the beautiful balance, right? We can't assume what the outcome will be, but we have to be aware of the action that we're taking. Mm. For example, a coffee with a friend or someone that we really know that is not going to be related <laughs> to the business, um, not that we ever 100% know because I believe that there's opportunity. Yeah. Who knows where it comes out? But there are certain times where we go, nah, that's probably not a business-related coffee. Yes. I wouldn't actually, you know, count that. That's important, you know, on the weekend yeah. or whenever it might be. So it is about the balance of having the structure there and the KPIs, but not um, it's trust. It's, it's letting go. We talked about this last week. It's a, if we have a goal that's set in place, we need to set it so it's clear. Like if we're driving mm-hmm. from Brisbane down to Melbourne, we need to know we're going to Melbourne, if that's the purpose yeah. of that road trip. How we get there, however, could vary. Mm. And if we can let go of the specifics of how, but we know we need to get there, so we know we need a car, we know we need to maybe do a few hours on average over a certain amount of time, we need X amount of hours driving, um, there's still certain benchmarks that we can put in place, but also at the same time let go of exactly how that's going to look. Yeah, I actually, yeah, because I, I wrote a blog on this actually. I was talking about purpose versus principles. Right. And I was saying, so some people worry that they don't have purpose and they think, well, what's the point in my life? All these other people have purpose and I don't, so what's wrong with me? And I think some people like to live their life by purpose and some mm. people like to live their life by principles. And so I use the journey um, analogy because some people are going, right, this is where we're going. I'm going to this mountain, I'm going to climb it. Yeah. Some people go, yeah, that's the mountain, but I really want to travel only by water to get there. And I'll experience, I'll see mermaids. I don't know. I'll experience some magic on the way. Yeah. Or um, I only ever want to go through the. (laughs) I just saw a book on mermaids today. It's amazing. (laughs) And then we say, maybe we only ever want to go the back road. So we explore these little villages. I don't know. Mm. We've got these ways of living our life. 
And I, I know for me personally, I've got like purpose and I don't always have steps to get there. And I'm okay with that because having that as the GPS point Mm. on top of the mountain over there in the future sometime Mm. is where I'm heading, but I'm quite happy to explore the back roads along the way. Yeah. So, and it's in the back roads that I find the magic. And do you think that this would also come down to um, person dependent? So for example, you, um, come across as quite a motivated person, mm. inspired, you know, you've got the G, you've got the destination set in the GPS, so to speak, uh, and you know that you'll take some action to get yes. there. But if somebody who perhaps, you, I don't know, I wonder if that, if it comes oh, down to yeah. the personality. Oh, yeah, could yeah. Be, yeah, that could be a good one. As in like mm. um, if, I, if I allow myself not to have KPIs, that means I can procrastinate all the yeah. time. Yeah. Because if, if we don't have benchmarks, whatever they are, and really I also think we get caught up on the term KPIs, yeah. which is why I also like to some people resonate a bit more with benchmarks. Yeah. Or, uh, but if we don't have those, how do we know, like you said before, if what we're doing is working or if it isn't working? Mm. How do we know if we're heading in? the right direction as in somehow pointed towards that end goal. Like there needs to be some form of something to indicate, yes, mm. we're on the right track. Yeah, so I think, like for me, it's almost like a, that word balance again, but it's that all the flow. It's yeah. the uh, how do you have enough there that your business has building blocks Yeah, and that it also has the ability to explore when some of these side roads yield events. Mm. So it's that. And, and and it's really important when you, it becomes more than just you. Yes. So right. sustainability in business, like it's really difficult if all your if you've got anyone else working for you or with you, um, if you haven't got any structures in place, it's really difficult to sustain that because yeah. all you've got is your ramblings and your head, and you're trying to pass that on to someone in that in, in no structured way. Yeah. Now, if you're okay with a little more um, a little more chaos, chaos, and a little more of them working their way out, yeah, that's okay. But chances are that's not going to be the most efficient way to use somebody or the most respectful so that they understand what's important for you. So I think it's this balance between having enough building blocks and structures in the business that means you can pass something on so it's sustainable, but also enough space so exploration can happen. And it's not just about that one, like like you say, focus on the funnel. Yeah, That's what concerns me sometimes in business, that we've got too much focus on the funnel. And then we get to this point in big business where there's so much focus on the on the structure or the process or whatever that that becomes the point. Yes. And so we miss. So suddenly it's like, well, that's how we do things. That's what the process says. That's what the document says or whatever. And you're yeah. like, oh, hang on a minute, we're really really missing out now. Really missed the point. Yeah. It's almost like the yeah. It is about the process and the manual as opposed to is it yielding the best results mm. or um, and not even just the ultimate outcome results but things like staff engagement along the way or enjoyment of what we're doing mm. even, you know, like our, our, um, our reason and our purpose for doing the business or, you know, building the business or whatever it mm. might be. I think a key thing here, Beck, is that it's about the reflection. Whatever you do and however structured you do get it, because, you know, I think there's a, an element of structure that's needed yeah. and then there's an also an, an element of flow that also needs to be with that. Like that, that's ultimately yeah. what, what we're getting at. It's also then about um, reflecting on that. So just mm. because you go, whether it is KPIs, benchmark, whatever this, the expectations for the team, we must revisit that. Yes. We can't just set that and then because it becomes meaningless and that's then what happens, what you're talking about in the actual 
benchmark becomes the thing mm-hmm. and it's not that's just there to help us yes. get to where we want to it actually can help make it a little bit easier if we're not too focused on it yeah if there's the balance of the flow as well but we must you know what are your thoughts on that 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 checking point and just yeah, to make sure i think it's all, still meaningful. all of these things should generate conversations if we're having conversations in our business then that's when things don't go well yeah. um so i i don't like seeing kpis used to like beat people over the head no um i think that that can cause problems um they're very useful to see where things can be improved so where things are going wrong how would you improve it and um I'm, yeah i'm all good with celebration i tend to use outcome celebrations rather than the input celebrations if that makes sense so mm-hmm. like the input kpis and the output kpis so use the output ones because then your the input kpi what the, the input kpis mm-hmm. help you understand where things go wrong the mm-hmm. output ones are the ones that go yeah we achieved something and if it was other magic that came across in that way as well and help that, then that's good. I'm more good yeah. with that. So what are some examples of output KPIs? So an output KPI for me would be, did you hit the business goals around, say, your profit or your revenue or yeah. um, like the, the client mix, stuff like that? Yeah. And, it, and would they be then still on a short term, shorter term basis as well as the overarching? Um, they tend to be more longer term, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it depends on the size of the business. So, yeah. you know, obviously big businesses measure themselves minimum monthly. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, I think if it, like from your perspective then, so what are, the, what are the top things you would have? So if you're looking at your business and going, all right, how am I setting myself up for success? What are the things that in a mm-hmm. year or something that you would look at? What's, how do you define your strategy in terms of measurement? Yeah, and that's it's a good question, and that's why I wanted to really um, look at well, what are those benchmarks and KPIs? Because what I've found is definitely we need to celebrate the output in terms of revenue and, and those overarching results. However, sometimes there's two factors, and this is relevant if it's your one man business or if you have a team. Mm. You know, regardless of whether we're setting KPIs for expectations or not, there's going to be activity and action that we take that will help get us to that result, and. If we don't have, so two things, one is either the individuals within the team are not, and, and it could be engagement or, the, or um, a skill will issue, or perhaps they genuinely don't know how to, so they can identify training issues, but they're not actually taking the action and the activity to help generate those results. Mm. Or second thing is it could be market-driven. So there's yeah. external factors. So there's internal and external Absolutely. factors that prohibit them actually being able to achieve those results. So for me then I look at, well, what are some things that we can 100% control and influence? Let's set some benchmarks around that. And actually, even if their input, still celebrate that because we're more inspired and motivated to then continue mm. as opposed to just the one big overarching because that can sometimes just be so far away and, and the further away it is, the more unmotivating it is, I suppose. Um, yeah, so that's why I think the little benchmarks in terms of monthly are really good. Mm. And I would definitely be looking at things like obviously revenue as well as activity. Uh, but you can also set benchmarks around and I know this is going to sound really, um, it is binary, but around creativity, yeah. you know, around innovation or around um, balance or whatever it might be. So it's a very masculine energy structured approach to bring in some of that. Absolutely. And yeah. I don't know if that takes away from it, but it's no. a really effective way to do it. But I think it actually highlights it because if we don't put something there to at least talk about it, even yeah. if we can't put a, measure, a measurement around it, yeah. to at least talk about it, then... Yeah, we're highlighting it, saying it's important. Yeah. Um, one of the best 
KPIs I love to see in organizations is around their values. Yes. So how and organizations struggle with this, they don't always do it well. Um, but even the ones that just have the conversations, so they'll track things like, do they do value shares mm. at meetings or do they do value shares to start the day? Or um, how many values conversations did they have? Yep. In their performance reviews, how do they talk to people about their hitting the values or not yeah and that sort of thing to me yes it's a masculine approach we put it in a process it's mm. can be seen as binary or linear however we're saying to the organization this is important yeah and so the culture is saying this is important which means that we that, that it starts to be lived yes um i had a really interesting conversation the other day at an organization because i went to talk to them about masculine and feminine energy and leadership mm-hmm. it was a women's um leadership group and I, I got them to start thinking if, if business had been driven 70, 30 feminine, masculine from the beginning, rather than, I don't know, 90, 10 masculine, feminine, as we are now, um, what would it look like? Mm. And what would, we have, what, what would we say was important and things? So things like values and how people were treated and all of that came out as that's how we would live business. That would be the first thing we thought of before we thought of profit or product. And then the question came up, well, what gets uh, measured gets managed. How do we measure this? Yeah. So my question to them was, if it was a feminine energy business driver, would we be thinking what gets measured gets managed first mm. off? And secondly, maybe it isn't the measurement of these things that's important. It's the fact that they're happening. Yeah. So the conversation around values becomes the work so it's not something that's sort of on the side. It's the fact that we're having these conversations. It's part of the business DNA, and that that, that is the work that we do. And mm. through doing that, we create the product. Yeah, yeah. And and the interesting contrast between if this these like the values and you know are in place in terms of the the core thread of the culture of the business versus if they're not. Mm. And wouldn't it be great to be able to compare and see what the results would be? And I don't, you know, you would know more if there's research out there. And again, it does come back to that measuring and of you know, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Mm. But I also think what's really valuable about this point is the fact that we're used to masculine energy types of ways of doing things in businesses. Yeah. So if we need to use that as a way to bring in more yes. feminine, let's do that because it will work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a yeah. way to get it in and hold people to account for bringing feminine energy <laughs> into businesses. Well, the, um, <laughs> the other thing that someone said to me was, uh, okay, yeah, so what gets measured gets managed seems to be a given in business. And mm. I'm like, okay, yes, but it shouldn't be the be on and end all. The other way, a better way I think of saying is if what, what gets rewarded gets repeated. Oh. And so if we're making sure we're rewarding the right things, yeah. that will get repeated. Yeah. So if we're rewarding people for having great conversations about are we living our values that supports our culture, yeah. then that's the sort of thing that will then get repeated. And I really like that yeah, as a I way of too. looking at it because that comes down to KPI, comes down to conversations. Yeah. You can use it pretty much any of these contexts so I, I, yeah I like that definitely and you know like again uh, being having such a experience in sales and large sales teams as well it's it again it comes back to the values and how you do whatever it is that you do mm. so again for sales it could be the numbers or and like in in the past there's been people that have bought in great revenue but they've not lasted in the business yes. <laughs> because the values that they had that they brought were not congruent with yeah. the culture of the business and that's very very important so it's never just about <clears throat> excuse me the the numbers as as you the output, yeah. mentioned you mentioned earlier it's about 
yeah, how, how are we actually bringing that to life mm. and how are we doing it? Um, and it's a really great point. We used to do a lot of, you know, bragging rights types awards, which were based on values, nominated by the teams and looking at what value did they bring to life and what specific mm. example to help bring, bring that top of mind as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah well, I can feel um, a few more conversations coming on. Yes. We're <laughs> running out of time on this one. Yeah. But I can see a few ones coming on about values. Yep. <laughs> also potentially like strategy because we've talked about here that it's really important not just what you do but how you do it. Mm. And so I think there's a great conversation we can have around how we bring that into business strategy. Yeah, I, I agree. And then also how, how do we bring that to life in business to, to make the most, yeah. get the most out of it. Yeah. Fantastic chat. Thank you, Nikki, for joining me. It's always an absolute pleasure to have you on this podcast. You are truly our super special guest. And if you'd like to connect with Nikki and find out more about what she does, her website is evergreencoaching.com.au. And she is absolutely passionate about working with businesses to break down the stigma attached to sales. And her mission is to inspire growth and better business. She also has a Facebook page called Evergreen Coaching where you can pop along and say hello. Thank you for listening to the Captivating Leadership Podcast with Rebecca Livesey. If you enjoyed this episode, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review as this helps us spread the message and keep the conversations going. If you'd like to find out more about Rebecca's work, go check out her website on AchieveLeadSucceed.com where you can sign up to receive her ebook on the five C's of feminine energy and a video of Rebecca talking about leadership and feminine energy. And we've also got a Facebook group where we talk about all things leadership and culture, particularly around masculine and feminine energy. And that's called Captivating Leadership. So you're very welcome to join us there too. See you soon. Mm-hmm.